0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the life of a fashion student podcast with me your host christina eng this is finally it you guys the episode you've all been waiting for well, maybe not all of you, but most of you have been asking and asking for me to sit down and give you a rundown of what went on during the two months I was away, and finally, I'm giving it to you guys. I'm going to give you guys the whole nine yards on this a f internship, so everything from the application process, the company culture, my roles and responsibilities during the internship, and then I'm going to wrap it up with some of my takeaways um, from the internship and, you know anything else that came out of it. If you haven't listened to my last podcast episode giving you guys a lengthy life update of what's been happening recently, I would definitely recommend listening to that before this one so you're definitely aware and up to date on what's been happening, you know, in my life. But with all that being said, let's get right on into this long-awaited episode that you guys have been waiting for and that I've been waiting to put out. So, I'm going to take us all the way back to June of last year, which was when my relationship with A&F first started. Just to give you guys some context, in June of 2020, yeah, 2020, I, I know that sounds like a long time, a long time ago, like the distant past. So, June of 2020, I was ending my sophomore year at Parsons, and I think during in during that time, I was in the middle of my internship with the CFDA, which you guys know a lot about because I'm always talking about it. So in June, I was reached out to by an A&F recruiter on LinkedIn who, you know, kind of slid into my LinkedIn DMs and introduced me to an opportunity called Sophomore Summit. And those of you who are not familiar with what that is, it's basically ANF's three-day virtual event that they hold to provide sophomores with the opportunity to like network with recent graduates at ANF and also learn about the different roles that you can you know do at ANF if you work there or get an internship there. So it's supposedly really fun and it gives you like a really good introduction to what ANF work culture is like. So definitely for any of you younger listeners who are looking for some opportunities and you know you think that you're too young and there's there's nothing out there for you, This opportunity is definitely one that you should have on your radar and be on the lookout for when, you know, they start recruiting for it. But anyway, so yeah, I was reached out to, you know, do that opportunity by the ANF recruiter on LinkedIn, but long story short, I missed the deadline um, to submit something or whatever it was, so I never ended up doing the Sophomore Summit. A lot of my friends at Parsons did do it, though, and, you know, it looked like a lot of fun through their Instagram stories and stuff, so... I was kind of sad at that time, like when I saw they were doing it, because I was like, oh, I missed out on it just because I forgot to apply or something. So I was super sad about that. But now fast forward a couple of months later to September of 2020, and the same recruiter reaches out to me again. But this time it's for the Apparel Design Internship Opportunity, which is a part of their leadership development program. And keep in mind, during this time, I was still in the first semester of my junior year. So I wasn't really thinking that far ahead into looking, you know, looking into summer internships quite yet. But I was at that point looking into fall internships because, you know, that's what was coming next, the semester that was coming up. So the summer just felt kind of like far and usually in the fashion industry, you don't, you know, recruit for internships that far ahead. But you know, since the ANF recruiter reached out to me, I thought why not apply and just try my chances because this opportunity was a really big one and it would be nice to, you know, secure something in the summer already and not have to worry about getting it later. And so now that leads me into what I'm sure a lot of you want to hear about, the application process. You know, I've talked to a lot of people during my internship about how they applied for this opportunity and it was honestly, you know, a kind of different experience for everyone. For a lot of us, we were reached out to by a recruiter, whether it was through LinkedIn or through email and whatnot. And like I shared before, I was DM'd by a LinkedIn, uh, by an ANF recruiter. Sorry, on LinkedIn. So some other people were directly asked to apply for the internship from doing sophomore summit. So that's definitely a plus if any of you are thinking about doing sophomore summit for ANF. You know, you get that kind of like connection into doing the internship. So definitely would consider looking into that. And finally, you know, there were those other people who just applied on the general internship posting, which you can pretty much find anywhere like on their website, through LinkedIn, and whatever other job sites that they're on. So those three ways are the most common ones that I heard of from when I was asking around for some of the other interns. So yeah, definitely something to keep in mind for any of you who are interested in this opportunity and don't really know like how to go about getting into it. A&F recruits fairly early compared to other companies in the fashion industry. So just be prepared to look for these openings much sooner than you would for other internships. So the overall process of applying went from September to roughly November slash I think December. And yeah, it's definitely not your typical application process well, at least for me and what I'm very used to, I'm very used to very informal ways of doing things and just doing interviews and like basically getting the job from either meeting the person on Zoom or doing a phone interview. But I definitely can see why the process for this ANF internship was so extensive because they're essentially vetting interns for a very rigorous and hardcore, you know, internship experience. In total, I want to say I did around five to seven virtual interviews And yeah, they were virtual. I'm sure they would have been in person if it wasn't for COVID, but they all ended up being through, like, Microsoft Teams or something. And yeah, it was definitely no joke, and the interviews were were long, too. Not just your typical 10 to 15 minutes of getting to know you and, like, you talking about your resume. They were, like, a good 30 to 45, sometimes an hour-long interview, like, talking to this person from A&F. And so basically, there were multiple rounds of interviews that you had to pass in order to get to the final round, which consisted of a design project and then more interviews. And you're probably like, Christina, what is this design project that you speak of? I literally had that same reaction because I was not at all expecting a, you know, any formal design project. But at that point, I had made it so far and like I've done so many interviews and worked my ass off. So I wasn't just gonna, you know, give up the opportunity and not, you know, really give it my all. So the best way to describe the design project that we had to do would be to say that it's basically like doing a project that you would for design school, but like on, you know, steroids. So, essentially, coming up with a collection for ANF and showing the entire process from, you know, consumer research, trend research, sketching processes, inspiration pictures, mood board, and all of that stuff. So, it was a lot, to say the least. And on top of all of that, I was working on, you know, the ANF design project while working on midterms for actual school at Parsons. So, it was very stressful for me. Looking back at that time now, I'm honestly really proud of myself for being able to work through that and, you know, essentially producing some of my best work during that time. I definitely can't imagine having to do it all again, but hey, that's the reality of the kind of grind that goes on behind the scenes of trying to manage school and do internships at the same time. Oh, and not to mention that on top of all of that that I was doing, like the a design project and my midterms, I also had, you know, the part time internship with CFDA. So I was juggling three major things and in my really tight schedule. So it was just, it was super stressful. But, you know, sometimes you just have to like really work for the things that you want. And I'm always preaching for that. So, so yeah, that's basically what the application process looked like for this internship. Again, it was very rigorous because they were essentially hiring a group of interns that they would be, you know flying out to Ohio and giving the whole ANF work culture experience. So I can understand why they really had to put in the work and vetting the best talent that they could you know find. If I'm not wrong, I found out that I got the internship in a little less than a week after my final interviews and stuff. And this was around December, so it definitely was a nice little pre-Christmas present to be told that you landed, like, a major internship for the summer. And, you know, like, once I was told that, I kind of, like, let out a big sigh of relief because, you know, I didn't have to work as hard to find a summer internship. I definitely have a kind of love-hate relationship with their entire application process of doing things so early because, on the one hand, it added a lot of stress on my schoolwork especially since it was during midterm seasons but you know again on the other hand I was able to secure an internship so early on while everyone was like not even thinking about summer internships at all so that was like a little nice surprise because you know eventually the summertime came around and then people were stressing about finding work and internships but I was like you know I already have one up my sleeve so now that that's all settled about the whole application process, let's talk about what actually went down in the internship and how the overall program was kind of laid out. Before I get into that, I just want to preface by letting you guys know that this was all happening when COVID was obviously still very prevalent. It obviously was getting better, but yeah, COVID was definitely still a thing. That is why ANF split the program up between two tracks and track one interns consisted of like the product facing interns so that included you know all the design people like myself and the merchandising people track two consisted of the corporate side of things so that included you know planning supply chain it and finance interns Um, and it ended up being very sad for the track two interns because they had to essentially do the entire internship virtually whereas track one interns which were you know me and the merchandisers we were allowed to go to columbus and experience you know the home office life and i mean it did make sense to do it this way because you know us track one interns we had to like be able to physically interact with the product to do our job and that wasn't really a necessity for you know the corporate related interns i remember the day i got the email that said if we'd be going in person or not and I kid you not, I literally screamed, you know, when I saw the email that said that we were going to be able to be in person because I was not about to let COVID ruin my summer and just another internship because, you know, it kind of like interrupted my internship at CFDA, but I was still very lucky that CFDA allowed me to continue. It just ended up being virtual and I couldn't go to some of the events that the CFDA held, which is really sad. But anyway, that I digress from that. So, getting back to what I was saying, the program was, it was shortened from 10 weeks to 8 weeks because of COVID, so, I, I mean, I've always, I was always a little confused by that because I'm not sure what shortening the length of the internship would do to help alleviate COVID issues, but, you know, it was what it, what it was, so. To give you a rundown of how the 8 weeks were kind of set up, the first two weeks consisted of very intensive training, is what I'll call it, and When I say intensive, I mean really intensive, you guys. They were back-to-back virtual meetings that were meant to really integrate us into the company, you know, teach us about their missions, and all of that jazz. It was a lot, you guys. I would say that was probably my least favorite part of the entire internship, sadly, because... Yes, I was able to learn a lot about the company and meet and connect with some really amazing and high up people. Like I think even one of the virtual meetings, I think the CEO said something to us, I totally forgot, but honestly, um but it was really intense training for, you know, 8 hours a day and just staring at a screen for that long was just not a vibe. Like in school in school I fully have classes that are like 6 hours long and during the pandemic I had to be on Zoom for 6 hours, but even that was like manageable, but 8 hours is just like it's, it's too too much so you can imagine how happy I was when those first two weeks were over and so that leaves the remaining six weeks of the internship which were the really hands-on part where we were fully spending that time working with our teams that we were placed in and helping the tasks that they needed to get done and also besides helping them with their work we were also each given a design intern project that We would be expected to present at the end of the internship in front of you know heads and also our own teams the design project i'm not going to get into it that much but it was basically a more intensive version of the project that we had to do to get into the internship you know the one i was talking about in the beginning of the episode so that's what i know it was for us design interns it's definitely different for some of the other divisions like i know merchandising interns got a total of two or three projects throughout their Entire time during the internship. During the rest of those six weeks, you know, my day would consist of me switching between doing my own work for my design presentation and doing the work that my supervisor would give me. That's an aspect of the internship that I really enjoyed because you were able to simultaneously learn from the team you were working under and then you were able to take what you learned and apply it to your own project. And I mean, that was the the point of the project basically, it was to show. You know the high ups, what you were absorbing during your time interning, and how you were able to, you know, interpret that into your own work for ANF. That was a little rundown of what the layout of the full eight weeks looked like. I think ANF did a really good job of planning out and keeping us busy for the entirety of the eight weeks. So definitely kudos to them and the team who just planned that entire experience. You guys know I'm always grinding, uh, you know, when I'm home, especially in the summer, but You know, during those eight weeks, I was really putting in the work and it felt good, to be honest. It felt like I was working a full time job because, you know, it was Monday to Friday and it was 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. But yeah, now I kind of want to get into more detail about what my role looked like throughout the internship. I just want to preface that a lot of interns' responsibilities looked very different from one another, just depending on what your role was, you know, what team you were placed on, and also just what kind of work your supervisor decided to give you. I was really lucky to have such a close relationship with my team and my supervisor, and he entrusted me a lot of responsibilities that he himself was doing, so I was super grateful to have him throughout the entirety of my internship. One of the things I was doing the most of that I really enjoyed, you know, doing was sketching into silhouettes for the coming seasons, and a lot of design students and aspiring designers will really be interested to hear about this next part. So going into this very large, like, corporate workplace where you'd expect them to do things differently than how smaller companies do things, I knew that the way in which things were done design-wise was going to be very different. Like, that's to be expected, and it's completely normal. It was so interesting though, the first time when my supervisor asked me to sketch into an idea, I thought I would be, you know, literally taking out my pencil and paper and doing some form of illustrative sketch where, you know, you draw a model or a croaky and then you draw the clothes on her. A lot of you design students will probably know what I'm saying and can relate to like that beginning part of the process, you know, pulling out like a pen and paper or even on your iPad and just sketching on a model. And I was so prepared to do that, I, I even brought my iPad to work and everything and was fully ready to whip out, procreate, and, you know, draw some designs on a croaky flat. But the way that they actually do it, and I'm sure it's not only A&F, is that they actually sketch into ideas by drawing flats through Illustrator, So that was something entirely new for me because what we learn in design school is to do these fast illustrative sketches to see if it's an idea that we want to build out. You know, because doing a flat on Illustrator is a lot of work, especially if you add a lot of details to your flats, which I do. You know, then it would take an even more reasonable amount of time to complete just one flat. But yeah, so the whole time I was sketching out ideas for silhouettes for the line I was working on, I was using Illustrator and... Thankfully I'm like I would like to say I'm highly skilled in illustrator and I take pride in you know sketching flats on there because I can't imagine how someone who's less experienced in that program how they would even be doing that and you know we were doing like 10 to 12 flats per day so this is one of those times that I actually come to appreciate the education I got from Parsons because They definitely put us through some intensive training to become highly skilled in using all of those Adobe programs and Photoshop, Illustrator, Premiere, all of those things. I feel like you guys always know that I'm shitting on Parsons in in some way, but for real though, you know, they know what's up and what's important in terms of making us industry ready for sure. So yeah, I just thought I'd talk about that because the whole sketching process was very interesting for me. Uh, very different for me. And I thought I'd share it to those of you who are either looking to design an ANF or are just considering working in a very corporate setting. It's probably going to be the same in any other big company. So just keep in mind that, you know, way bigger companies do things very different from how smaller ones do it. I can fully tell you guys when I was interning at like The Arrivals, which is an outerwear company in New York City, they were, you know, fully sketching on pen and paper and it was just a whole other dynamic from what ANF was doing. Besides sketching into designs, which was a lot of what I was doing while I was there, um, and also a quick interjection before I go on, I mentioned this in the last episode, but definitely keep on the lookout for some of the designs I did that might possibly be coming out in summer of 2022. I will of course let you guys know if any of my designs end up on the floor but yeah that was one of the best parts of being able to design into silhouettes for the team. So getting back to it, some of my other responsibilities included doing a lot of trend and just overall research and honestly you guys, a year ago or so I would have been so over doing research and would have just thought it was you know busy work that bosses gave their interns so that they just wouldn't be sitting around doing nothing. But after this internship, I've really come to appreciate just how important doing research is to the overall design process. Especially working for a corporate company like ANF, there's a lot of, you know, looking at what key competitors and other aspirational brands are doing and thinking about how we can gear our product to fit into, you know, that space. Another thing that ANF was super big on was TikTok. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm not the biggest TikTok fanatic. Like, I have it and I use it, but I'm not overly obsessed with the whole idea of, you know, going viral and whatnot. It's just kind of crazy. It's a little too crazy how fast trends come and go on there. And it obviously doesn't sit well with me, like, in a sustainability perspective. But, you know, I digress from that whole thing. I also always kind of question why the A&F people were making such a big deal out of TikTok. Because the A&F brand's customer age group are, you know, in their mid to late 20s. Which I mean, there are still people in their 20s using TikTok for sure, but definitely not more than the younger people. Um, yeah, so I always thought that was like kind of weird and why we were looking so closely into TikTok. But I mean, you know, ANF is still making billions, so what do I know? But yeah, that's a more in depth look at some of the stuff I was doing this summer. If you guys ever have any questions about what the roles and responsibilities look like at ANF, Definitely feel free to reach out to me and I'd be happy to answer any more specific questions that you guys have. I just kind of gave like a basic rundown of what I did because if I talked about every single thing, we'd be here for quite a while so I just don't want to bore all of you with that. So looking at this entire internship as a whole, I'm really happy to share with you guys some of the pros and cons that I've come up with from my experience. I guess let's just start off with the cons and get them out of the way and I hate to even say that there were any cons because obviously I'm just grateful to have had this experience and it was no doubt one of the best experiences of my life but of course like everything there were some aspects of this internship that I thought could have been done a lot better and I figured it would be helpful to share those things with you guys just in case any of y'all were considering this opportunity for yourselves. The first con I'd probably bring up, just because it's the most relevant to the beginning of the internship, were those two weeks of training that happened um, during the beginning. And I I get it, the internship was only eight weeks, so they really had to train us and get us work ready in as little time as possible. But having those first two weeks of the internship be back-to-back virtual meetings of, of training from basically Monday to Friday and nine to five was a lot. I would say those were the less glamorous times of the internship as a whole and even in between those meetings which would go on for around 45 minutes to an hour there'd be very rare breaks in between and if there were any breaks they'd literally only be 10 to 15 minutes which it it, first of all goes by super fast and 10 minutes is not enough time for you to like decompress after having like an hour long training session so i just feel like those two weeks of training could have been better planned to avoid us feeling so much burnout because I saw how the other interns were and even you know my roommates, we were all just so burnt out by the end of the week. So that is one thing I'll say that definitely could have been improved on. But I mean, I guess it was kind of nice getting that training over with in the beginning part of the internship. So that way we could just get more hands-on experience towards the last six weeks. The other con that I have to say that's coming to mind is the workday hours. Now this could fully just be me, you know, being a little baby who's not used to full-time job hours, but I did, after a couple of weeks into the internship, find it so exhausting to work from 9 to 6 every day. And when I say we were working the full 9 hours, I mean it. There wasn't any time throughout those hours during the internship where I was just sitting around doing nothing, and that's what honestly made it so exhausting, Also being that we had to work such long hours and be up early in the morning for the next day for work, it made it hard to find time to like hang out with other interns and just do activities at the end of the workday because we'd all either just be so tired or just there wouldn't be enough time in a day to do anything. So that's one thing that I really wish I had more time to do to explore Columbus on the weekdays and to definitely hang out and like catch up with other interns during the week. Like, we definitely did reserve those moments for the weekends to, like, hang out, but I just found that we had to keep jamming every single little activity that we could into those weekends, and there's only so much that you can do and see in two days, but I feel like we definitely did make the most of the weekends that we had. That's honestly the only con that's coming to mind right now and that I can think of. There are definitely some deeper and more, like, internal cons about ANF that... I don't think I'm prepared to share in public and on this podcast because like I don't think it's fair for me to do that but yeah I have some you know more thoughts on that but yeah let's move on into some more positive aspects of this whole experience and obviously I have a lot for you guys like I've been just like raving about this um this internship this entire time first and foremost just in general the overall experience was one like none other and as I'll keep saying it really an experience of a lifetime the amount of time and money that A and F invests into their intern program really makes you know you feel cared about and like the work that you're doing is of value, which is honestly more than any intern can ask for, especially interns in the fashion industry. I think we're kind of used to being treated like interns. You know, we're we're doing busy work and tedious tasks some t- some days, but with this internship program, it really made me feel like I was an associate of A and F and. A lot of what we did and the benefits we got were very much what like the associates who were working full time were getting. So it never made us feel like we were being treated any lesser. Another big thing is obviously the people that you're going to meet. You guys don't understand me when I tell you that I made the most amazing friends and connections during this internship and with people who I can see me staying very close with for the rest of my life. Even my roommates I was rooming with during my time in Ohio are now some of the, you know, people I'm closest with and I can't wait to keep them in my life and in just down the road and in the future. And I knew this was eventually going to come up at some point in this episode and I'm not going to say much about it, but I did end up meeting someone and by someone I mean a guy, but that's all I'm going to say because that's not what this episode is about nor is I'm not going to make it about it either. But the point I'm trying to make is that the people I met at the internship were some of the people that are going to stay in my life forever. And that's just not limited to the other interns. You know, even my supervisor and the people on my team that I worked on, they will be connections for life, I'm sure. And I'm super grateful to always have them and to be able to contact them whenever I just need like help or advice. And finally, of course, to close off all of the points that I'm making, the learning experience was everything. The amount of content, opportunity, experience, and training that I got out of those eight weeks was, dare I say, more than I've gotten than most of my time in the industry. And granted, it was exposure to a different side of the industry and a more corporate way of doing things, but it was still a learning experience nonetheless, and I'm really lucky to be as young as I am and have experience working with so many different types of companies of all different sizes. Because now when I go off and, you know, find a job in my future, I'll know what I like and dislike and what I prefer in terms of like work environment and all that stuff. So if there's one thing I could tell you all to take away from this, it would be to really get that exposure as early on as possible. So you know what you like and dislike about your preferred work environment and experience. You guys know a lot, if not all of my past work experiences have been with smaller companies and brands which is honestly the way I like it. But this internship with ANF was very different in that Abercrombie was like a global company that was very corporate. And now actually that I was able to experience, you know, the bigger side of things and the smaller side of things, I'm excited to put out future podcast episodes about the difference between the two and like what my preferences are. So definitely stay tuned for that. But overall, you guys... I'm sure you've already caught on by now that I thoroughly enjoyed my experience with a and that I highly recommend it to all of you who are interested in it and just hearing me talk about what I experienced. And just if you're interested in fashion in general, it's just a good place to start out. Obviously, take everything I said with a grain of salt because everyone has different experiences. So just because mine is one way doesn't mean it could go that way for you or doesn't go that way for you, you know vice versa all that kind of stuff I was just you know telling y'all my take on it all but you do what you will with that also I just want to mention that this episode was not meant to be a, you know oh look at me I did an a f internship and it was awesome kind of like show off episode it was more because so many of you were requesting to hear what went on this summer and I just think I never really go that in depth about any of my internship experiences so I wanted to do it for this one because I was with them for so long for like two whole months and it was really intensive. So yeah, this ended up being a really long episode. So I'm going to end it here. But as always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any future ideas for episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, love you guys so much and see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.